5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. Hello, everybody, and we are going to jump right in today for some words of encouragement. And uh, the verse that pops up today is, is Psalm 23. Now, I know that most people know Psalm 23, uh, and the the things also that are attached to Psalm 23 is that Psalm 23 is often read at funerals and memorials, right? And I know that because of that, there can be some feelings attached to it that not that are not always fun. And so with that, I'm going to turn it and and make a completely different translation, you'll still be able to understand it, of course, but I want you to be able to hear it in a different version uh, so that when you are putting, putting, you know, the, the kind of the feelings towards it, that maybe those will be a little bit more absent. And you can actually hear or understand, you know, some of a, a different perspective on Psalm 23. So let's jump in. Psalm 23, and this is from, and I know that some people get really angry at this translation, but it's the message. And uh, yeah, so we're going to hear it from the message version. God, my shepherd, I don't need a thing. You have bedded me down in lush meadows. You find me quiet pools to drink from. True to your word, you let me catch my breath and send me in the right direction. Even when the way goes through Death Valley, I'm not afraid. When you walk at my side, your trusty shepherd's crook makes me feel secure. You serve me a six-course dinner right in front of my enemies. You revive my drooping head. My cup brims with blessing. Your beauty and love chase after me every day of my life. I'm back home in the house of God for the rest of my life. Do you see how it did sounds a little bit different with a new translation? I like, you know, and we'll just go through the for their very first part, kind of break breaking things down a little bit, right? It's almost as if, right, in, in the way that this the message translation puts it, it's a letter to God, right? God, my shepherd, right? I don't need anything. And he says, why? You've already given me everything. You've put me down in a lush meadow. You find me a quiet pool to drink from. And then, and I love this part, and true to your words, you let me catch my breath. And I think that's a a part that is not necessarily seen in the other translations. You let me catch my breath and then send me in the right direction. And so I'm thinking as we're we're going through this uh, this passage today, and you hear a word like "you let me catch my breath," you're like, "There's something about a restorative process here, right?" There. So the I mean, we know that this is David who's writing, um, but it's a whole different person who's translating this. I get it, right? But. You know, you go back to the original, I mean, you, like, he renews my soul, right? But I think you're like, oh, maybe there's something you miss in, like, he renews my soul versus you let me catch my breath. So it's like the, and I think this kind of really hits home with a lot of people nowadays when you're so rushed and you're so busy and there's never any time to catch a breath. 
And then it's like you guide me, right? And this is where you, you, you guide me along right paths. But this one's like, you send me in the right direction. Because God's direction is the right direction. Even if we don't like where we're at, like this is still where God has us, right? And so we are saying, you let me catch my breath and then you put me in the right direction. And then very similarly, the, you know, verse four here, even when the way goes through Death Valley, I'm not afraid. And I think that's always the the part where people are thinking that this is a psalm about death. And I'm like, no, 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 not a psalm about death. <laughs> even when I walk through dark valleys, right? Even and those the those are the dark times when you think you're just surrounded by death. You're surrounded by darkness. You're surrounded by hurt. And you're saying, even when I'm in the midst of that, I am not afraid. And that's the good part. I mean, and then it's like almost like, why? Why are you not afraid? Because the trusty shepherd's crook makes me feel secure, right? Your, and is the original, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And there's the part about what God does. I mean, even in correction, God is, is correcting for the use and for the good of us, not for our bad, not because he's trying to punish, but because he's trying to comfort by guiding. Verse 5, you, make, you serve me a uh, six-course dinner right in front of my enemies. <laughs> You revive my drooping head, my cup brims with blessing. Now I know that there's, yeah, to me there's a difficulty here when we talk about a, a six-course meal in front of my enemies, right? Or if you go back, you prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. And there, there's a really tricky part. I mean, and to me it gets into a much bigger conversation, but this is almost like us versus them. You know, I have a hard time with this, um, but... I think that there's a part where you're saying there are people who would persecute me because of the direction and path God has me on. There are people who would persecute me because I am a follower of Jesus, and these people, God is going to deal with them later. But God's going to pick up our heads, because we're always going to be overflowing with goodness, with blessing. And as we say at Tabor, that we are blessed so that we can be a blessing. And I think that's where the cup overflowing, that that cup's never going to un-overflow, right? God's, this is, you're dealing with God's love. And that's why it ends with, your beauty and love chase after me. Every day of my life, this is God coming after us, and I love that the way that the you know translators they put this right. Your beauty and love chase after me. God's chasing after us every single day of our lives, and we then want to be back home in the house of God for the rest of our lives. Or as the original says, and I will live in the house of the Lord, or I dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That's our eternal destination. We want to be with God for eternity. And that beauty and love of God's is the thing that chases us down. It's the thing that we sometimes are even running from, even though we don't really, aren't, we aren't saying we're running from the beauty and the love of God, but we are running from 
God. We have feelings and things that we're trying to be able to, you know, to, to run from. And God's like, I'm still coming. I'm coming after you. I'm chasing after you. And this will never end. And so we look at that. I mean, it, it, to me, hearing that in, a, in different words today helps me to be able to see it differently, to hear it differently, especially about the renewing and the catching of our breath today. God sends us in the right direction. Are you listening? Are you hearing? All right, everybody, we're going to end there for today. Um, hopefully you uh, heard this psalm differently and uh, were able to, you know, even start to apply it differently to your life today as well. All right, we'll be back again tomorrow. Take